Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. They say that there is a fine line between love and hate, that the deeper you have loved something, when you turn that just slightly, it begins the hate process, or the same with hating something that you learn to love. Well, I guess all of that symbolically could be true, but I don't know that I could really love things that can't love me back, like... I just love ice cream, and yet my relationship with food has been a love-hate relationship, if you know what I mean. The high that you get from drugs or alcohol can be great for the moment, and it feels good, but when it becomes an obsession or an addiction, or it starts ruining your life and your relationships, then it turns to hate. You hate it. Yet you want to drink it because you love it. You hate it, yet you want to smoke it because it makes you feel so good. You hate this food, and yet it's actually killing you because it's destroying your body physically. But you just can't stop. I have known friends and women and girls that I have taught that have been in these love-hate relationships where they stay with this man even though he's beating them up, even though he's cheating on them. And it can go the other way. I'm not being sexist. It can be guys that say, well, I just, I got to have that woman. I love her even if she's going out and doing all of this. And there's a great example in the Bible of someone named Gomer, of all things, where this man was able to love this woman with the ultimate love that even when she was selling herself in prostitution and continuously, he would go down and buy her. He would be the one that would bid on her because he loved her so much. He just wanted to have her and he believed that she could change. Now think about this. If you've ever had someone who loves you so much, who gives themselves for you, I've been speaking with a mother whose adult daughter has just gotten out of jail because of a drug situation. The mother bought her a place to stay, a condo, and she sold it so she would have money for drugs. And she keeps going back and forth in and out of jail. And this mother loves her so much. She is probably loving her into enabling her to keep on with that addiction, to keep on with that issue and that problem. So there is a fine line between love and hate in many situations. I know that when you look at 1 Corinthians 13, which is called the love chapter in the Bible, love is patient, love is kind, there's no envy. And when you go on further with that, it says that love never holds wrong. Love never counts all of the past reasons for not loving you. It doesn't keep a record of all of those wrongs. 
And when you look at the truth behind all of this, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I thought as a child, I reasoned as a child, but now I put behind all these old childish ways of thinking because I have been loved by one who is the lover of my soul. He keeps me. He sustains me. He has brought me in and out of all of the struggles, all of the pain that I have gone through because most of it was self-imposed. He has assured me he would never leave me or forsake me. And I feel the same with my husband, Bud, who has loved me through all of my ups and downs and my emotional roller coasters and the things in life that he should have just said, I can't take this anymore. But he did. And I know that he loves me unconditionally because I've been at my worst and he still loved me. Just like God is saying to you today, if you feel or you are unloved, and you don't have someone in your life. It doesn't have to be that physical person that is right there with you. You may be a widow or a widower. You may have had someone walk out on you. You may have been abandoned. But there is one who, when we talk about love on Valentine's Day or any day of the year, his love is the model of the love that we as humans can only try to emulate. We fall short because we can't even imagine what it is to have this perfect love that loves us at our worst and loves us at our best and teaches us to love as we are loved. Because that same passage, 1 Corinthians 13, goes on to say, we only see now as through a glass darkly. See, we have this film. We can't even see the one that loves us. But one day, he said, you shall see me face to face and you will know me as I know you. But for now, we just have to remember we are given faith, hope, and love. And he says the greatest of these is love, because his perfect love casts out all fear. We won't have to be anxious. We won't have to feel a certain way. We can get past those feelings, nothing more than feelings, that just keep getting us in trouble. And we can understand if he says something, that is truth. And his word does not come back void. It stands as it is. So when you're in trouble, rely on his word. Memorize some verses. Put them right before you. When you're not feeling loved and when you remember that he says, I love you with a love that is unshakable. I love you as no human being possibly can. I love you because I created you. And I created you to be just who you were meant to be. Don't get spilled over into taking of the drugs or the alcohol or the food or the relationships or the little highs that we think are going to be, oh, the greatest experience in the world. It may be for a season, but you know and I know it will let you down and it will keep you from completing that place where God wanted you to be, that Jeremiah 29, 11 experience where we know that he has plans for us 
plans for us to prosper, not to fail, plans for us to be what he created us to be. And when we give it all up to him over and over and over again, because he loves us with that perfect love, we can find exactly what we were meant to do, who we were created to be, and we can fulfill what he has asked us to be and do because he's been with us. He'll never leave us. He's never forsaken you. You may have forsaken him. I know I did several times, but he won't leave you. Isn't that a great thing to know that he's standing right there? Just picture him. You closed the door maybe, but he keeps knocking right there saying, come on, open it again one more time, because I love you. I love you infinitely. I love you forever and ever into eternity. And wait till you see what I have planned for you on this side and on the other side. Oh, I can't imagine it. I can only try to imagine what eternity will be like. But I know this side of eternity in this physical world, I see it in the beauty of the earth, in the beauty of my friends and my family, my 97-year-old mama who came down to be with her baby girl because I had back surgery. Isn't that precious? I just know that God is infinitely greater even than the love a parent can have for a child or a spouse can have for their loved one. And my friend, I pray you have that blessed love, that blessed assurance, because he is there for you as well. God bless you, my friends. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thank you, God, for shining your light. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.